All right, what's up, everyone? <clears throat> Please excuse my um my voice. I'm sick. Um, my ears are in pain. Uh, so this isn't the it's not gonna be the top quality episode you would expect. Um, my ear is ringing. Everything is echoing. So if it sounds weird, sorry. And um, I'm using different equipment to record this time, so it might sound even weirder just to top that all off. But, again, please excuse all of that. Um, today I'm going to talk about um, a subject I really like, which is psychology. Uh, it's going to be called Infinite Minds, and if you haven't already seen the title. But this is just going to be my point of view on things that I've observed and things that people should no tryout or just different things all around. Um, this might become a mini series. I don't know if because I do read a lot about psychology. I test things out, research, blah blah blah, and so on and so forth. So I might bring this as its own thing rather than just its own standalone episode. But again, <clears throat> we'll see how it works out. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I'll see you guys later. So let's get into it. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I am sick. This does not make it any easier. Um, I am dizzy. I'm coughing. I'm sniffling. My ears are ringing. Everything is echoing. Um, it's not going to be the best quality episode you could hear, but I'm going to try my best to just get the information out. So hopefully you guys enjoy this. Um, Took some time to get all my thoughts down, but hopefully I wrote them, articulated them in, in a good enough way that it could get through to you guys. Um, hopefully you guys have way better information than I do, and you guys could you know send me better information, prove me wrong, whatever. Uh, all I care about is um getting better information than what I'm currently have, and. I know there's people out there who have way better information, so. Again, <clears throat> apologies in advance for my voice, sniffling, and everything. The equipment, I know it's going to sound weird. Probably worse than normal, but I'm just going to try this out for now and see how it works out. So, let's get started to Infinite Minds. <sighs> so. How has it come to be that humans and no other living organism evolved consciousness? If anything, what purpose does it even serve for humans? All it gives us is the ability to understand we're going to die, which is a pretty heavy thought to carry around. Was it a byproduct of evolution that we developed our complex minds? You know, by no means am I an expert on the intricacies of the human mind. But since I was a child, I've always had a, a strong curiosity about psychology and how certain actions create a ripple effect on other minds around you. Take, for example, when I was growing up, 
I always looked pissed off. <laughs> I was that kid that always looked like had anger problems. So I would always walk with my sh- always walk straight with my shoulders back in a crowd. I didn't look. I didn't look directly in any eyes. In, didn't look directly into anyone's eyes around me. Just had my eyes fixed dead ahead, as if the killer of my kids was walking in front of me. And for the most part, everyone would walk around me. Could people avoid me? Were people avoiding me because they sensed fear, confidence, or that it would be their fault for bumping into me because I wasn't aware of them, but they were aware of me? Um, most likely, it could be the last one. They see that I'm not aware of their presence, and by crashing into me. It'll fall upon them to take the blame. Now, if you try this out, of course, it won't always work. When I try it out all the time, it doesn't always work. <clears throat> but from my experience, about 60% of the time, I'm going to say, it, it worked. Everyone just walks around you. They try to avoid you. Walking in a crowd in a crowd with a direct goal in your eyes seems to cause people ahead of you to avoid you. Here's another observation I've made, and this is for anyone who drives. You can try it out, and I only recommend you try this out if you're, like, very skilled at driving. As always, keep your two hands on the steering wheel at all times. But for those who like to live on the dangerous side, go ahead and try this out. I'm not recommending it, but if you want to be a gangster, cool, go ahead and try. Um, If you're being tailgated... Roll down your window and relax your arm outside of the window. Relax your elbows resting on the window or the down window. Basically, drive like those cool kids that you see on TV and the movies. For some reason, I tend to find people, they just back off. I'm like, huh, interesting. Now... Whether this is because they think I'm a moron about to cause an accident or that I'm, they see my arm and they show some confidence that I'm not afraid of driving risky or that I'm not just a vehicle on the road, I'm an actual human being. And that if you fuck with me, you already see a preview of the confidence that I have in myself. But again, like the first example, this doesn't always work. For the most part, it'll work, but not always. And then, um, (coughs) excuse me. Now, of course, there's many variables that I haven't taken into consideration. Do I look like a threat from the start? Like I said, I always look pretty pissed off. So that obviously could consider, could contribute to the result that I'm seeing. There could be an infinite amount of factors that I'm just not seeing. So, please take what I said with a grain of salt. These are just my observations. You could test them out, and maybe you'll get completely different results, and you'll say, I'm a fucking moron. That's fine, but like I said, this is just things that I've observed while I was growing up. Um, <clears throat> hmm. So, to close this section off, let me please train to everyone listening. Watch how everyone reacts, not just to you, but those around them. 
to the things around them. Look for subtle cues that people make. Look for the, the sudden aggression, happiness, fear, etc. Don't do not push your findings on other people though. I have learned the hard way to keep your mouth shut and just provide the information when um it's sought after. Just keep your um just observe people. You're, you'll always see little things that people do. You're like, oh, I never noticed you did that. And every time you do that, you reacted this way. You had this behavior. It, it's, it's, it's very interesting seeing, you know, when you observe people do little things and you're like, oh, that led to that behavior. Oh, this person interacting with this person caused that reaction. And then eventually you start be, you'll be able to start like kind of predicting people's behavior, kind of predicting people's reactions. It's, it's interesting. I started um, doing this around um, my in-laws, my family, my friends, strangers on the street. You start noticing little cues that they always give off. And then you're like, okay, they're going to react this way. And then boom, they react that way. You're like, oh, I must be a genius. You're not a genius. You're just good at observing. And then um, that's, that's all it is. It's just repetition, watching and observing and then kind of getting a good prediction. So <clears throat> let me move on from that, from my personal experience. Um, there's more, but this is just a few examples of things that I'm like, damn, that's interesting. So <clears throat> let's dive into more factual information that I've come across that I strongly believe and seems no one is spreading out. <sighs> that's um, people react emotionally and then rationally. Thanks to a ton of reading, listening, and researching, Jonathan Haidt has convinced me quite well in the previous statement. I have seen it all the time, and I can guarantee all of you have come across this as well. Who is Jonathan Haidt, you might be asking? Um, have you been living under a rock? <laughs> Seriously. Go and look at his work. It's amazing. It's mind-opening. He's a social psychologist currently um, trying to piece together what's happening slash caused in our universities, this very dangerous PC culture movement. Um, he's famously known for his work in disgust and morality, but in my opinion, that's just a fraction of the amazing work he's done. But go look for yourself and look into his work. It's, it's truly worth it. it. It changed a lot of things I viewed on. It'll change things that you view as well. So back to my point. Everyone has emotional reaction and then a rational reaction. Um, as Jonathan Haidt used in his famous metaphors of the human mind, emotions and the irrational is the elephant, and our rationality is a writer. Do I need to explain more? <laughs> The, uh, the elephant obviously overpowers anything the writer wishes to do. When the elephant overreacts, and it has, it has with everyone, it has with you, with me, anyone you act with, it will become <clears throat> obvious that your writer, your rationality has to come in, step in and defend the actions of this elephant, of your emotions. <laughs> But before I go any further, um, please remember that I'm a nobody. <laughs> this is my interpretation of his work. Please go 
look them up and get the best, clear, precise view on these topics. My point of view is but a drop in the bucket um, compared to the the waterfalls, the amazing waterfalls Hyde has created. So please understand what I'm saying is not truly um, does not truly represent his amazing work. And if anything, stop listening to me completely. Go listen to him instead. Seriously, never listen to me again and listen to people like, you know, Jonathan Haidt, Jordan Peterson, Bishop Barron, Douglas Murray, Michael Ruse. Um, you could read Carl Jung's work at your own discretion, though. His work is, um, it's life-changing if, if read through the right view. But those are just a few examples. Um, looking up these people will bring you to even more people with amazing knowledge. I suppose, um, I'm, I'm, I guess you could just guess this is a giant shout out at this point, but, um, that doesn't matter to me. Um, all I want to know, all I want is that you guys go and look these people up and, um, come up with their own conclusion. They will definitely change your point of view on life. They are amazing people. And the work that they all do is just, you all should know it. <laughs> But for whatever reason, if you're still here listening to me, um, hey, thanks for listening. I don't know why you're still here. I should go listen to those people. Those are the real geniuses. But um, continuing on, if somehow you're still here, <coughs> um, you can't control your emotions. Um, you cannot understand the... How do I say it? Hold on, let me backtrack a little. Um, if you allow your emotions, your elephant, to cause a stampede, and you accept that you caused that mistake, in a way you're admitting that you're a lousy writer, you're a fuck-up. Um, you can't control your emotions, you can't understand the basic societal rules, and you're admitting to everyone that they're right. Now, this is just an exaggeration. Or is it? <laughs> but it plays out um, like that a lot of the time. You know, it's swallowing your pride is very difficult. I see it all the time around me. People never mistake. People never make mistakes. It was the person or the thing or the invisible force that made the mistake. The elephant stomping on anything that is even in the slightest threat to its pride. And the writer is right there justifying the behavior. So how can this behavior be stopped? How can you stop swallowing, stop um, letting your ego take control? Well, if you had any sense, you would listen from what I said earlier. You'd go and listen to the people I recommended. <laughs> uh, specifically, um, Bishop Barron and Jordan Peterson, I think, have the best recommendations. Um this is religious, but lift up your cross and carry it around. Accept your mistakes. Accept your suffering. Accept your faults. Um, fix them so they become less heavy. Um, but don't drop the cross and say, I give up. Don't say, I fuck it. Dropping the cross is dropping millions of problems. Um, dropping millions of problems and then giving it to your unconscious, your subconscious. And as we all know, that part of our brain makes no damn sense. Well, at least from a, a rational point of view, it doesn't make any sense. 
And um, believe me, the unconscious, your subconscious, whatever you want to call it, it's going to dump those problems in your dreams. It's going to haunt you. And the worst part of your um, subconscious, unconscious mind is that it will mix a bunch of other crap that you are ignoring, creating a monster of mangled body parts to scare the living hell out of you. Making damn well sure that you don't ignore these problems again. So, so while the problems are still in your rational, conscious mind, deal with them as soon as you can. Don't just put them behind and then your mind starts haunting you like, Hey, you idiot, can you fix this problem? Uh, I'm just going to keep throwing it in your face until you realize that you got to fix it. It won't be easy at all. Um, nothing is, in life is easy and fair. But that doesn't mean you could say, fuck it. That doesn't mean you could just say, oh, well. Life will gladly accept your fuck it and completely torture you until you're dead. So please, don't continue this cycle. The mind and life have plenty of countermeasures to make sure that these problems are either dealt with or you're dealt with. (laughs) So... Moving on from that positive note, <laughs> I'm going to touch upon the um, everything I talked about and more. Everything that I touched upon in this episode, I'm going to touch upon in um, more details later on. This is just, an, I guess, an intro to the things that I've come across for the human mind. And I hope it's a, a quick introduction that gets you interested so I can keep doing this. But... <clears throat> For the last topics, I'm going to talk about um, how thousands of people are easier to control than an individual. How does this make sense? Well, let's look at society. Let's look at how society is running now. Everyone, well not everyone, specifically politicians, big media, and the social justice warriors are the primary culprits of this. Um... They have taken the approach of, if you're not with me, then you're my enemy mentality. Everyone, and when I say everyone, I'm going to just refer to politicians, the big media, the SW. So whenever I say everyone, just think of them. Well, you, even um, religious people, anyone who has a, a dogmatic point of view, the, a super strict dogmatic point of view with no leeway for anything. Have become, I call them hives. I'm pretty sure this is already a, a term used, but I would just say I made it up. Um, anyone that's part of this hive, um, that does not agree with their norms, uh, they must die for attacking our queen, your beliefs, in a way. And this um, mentality is extremely dangerous for obvious reason. Um, reasons, but in my point of view, it's even more dangerous because the government can step in and become that queen, those beliefs. Let's look at the fact that religion is no longer as strong as it used to be. It's it's coming back. I, I hope it is, at least, from what I've read. But um, there's a God-sized hole, I'm pretty sure some of you know that quote, in everyone now. And they're looking for a million things to fill that hole. And at any time the government can trick people 
into being that missing piece. You can see it now all the time. People are calling for bigger government. Oh, I don't need um, freedom. I just need safety. The government can provide me with that. Um, <clears throat> um, where was I? Oh, so what does this have to do with controlling masses? Well, it's simple. The queen, the government, creates laws, and the hive, um, blinded by the taste of the honey, the protection, the guidance, the virtue, um, they'll kill anyone that may take away the honey from them, and that may hurt the queen, a.k.a. the government. Uh, I know that's not how beehives actually work, but this is just an example, and I'm, I'm just going to stick to it. Um, the government doesn't have to get, the, the government doesn't have to do anything, really. Um, people do all the work for them. Um, I read a, uh, I read this from 12 Rules of Life. I forget how it actually, um, originated, but basically, um, the devil has cauldrons with people inside and in them are demons, oh, not in them, around them are demons guarding them in case uh, anyone tries to escape from the cauldron. All the cauldrons are guarded except one. And that is because the cauldron is filled with communists or anyone with those mentalities. And anyone, anytime someone tries to escape, the people actually drag them back into the cauldron. The devil's the government. And sadly, if nothing is done soon, we'll no longer require a demon to guard us from escaping from the devil's grasp. So, please keep in mind that we should not have hive mentalities. We should have an individual mentality. Um, a lot of religions push for the, the individual self. Um, a lot of modern ideas push for group self. Um, and I've, according to Jonathan Haidt, a lot of people who live outside of um, Western societies prefer the individual over the group. And a lot of people who live in Western societies prefer the group over the individual. It's an interesting, um, interesting uh, view from both sides. But I think that I'm just going to end this for now. And I will continue, hopefully, this little series about the human mind and things that interest me. Um... Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I'll have a little ending um, announcement. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. This is something I really want to touch upon again. And I'll see you guys later. Um, this was a very, very quick intro to Infinite Minds. Like I said, I could get into way more details. Give way more specifics. And hopefully you guys enjoy it enough that I could get into those... Um, Kind of boring to most people details, but for me is like mind blowing details. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this little intro. Um, yeah, I'll see you guys later. Um, I have a couple announcements to make at the end. Nothing crazy. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. I'll see you guys in a bit. Alright, so I hope you guys enjoyed all of that information. Um, as you guys can tell, I'm trying out a lot of different things. Uh, obviously, this new 
equipment. It doesn't. I'm pretty sure it doesn't sound that great. I'm probably gonna go back to what I was already using, but um, hopefully you guys got the information through. Um, like I said, excuse me in advance for the um my voice, the sniffling, um, the pain, the dizziness. <laughs> but um, I already made these announcements before, but I made a um Instagram page for you guys to follow, ask me questions, whatever you want. Um, underscore the hallows underscore. You can find me on there. Um, if it, if I see that there's um a crowd for it, I'll make a Facebook, Twitter, whatever you guys want. You can ask me questions, send me ideas on topics, um, debate if you want, whatever you want. Um, if you guys really like this, like I said, I'll make this into its own series. I can actually um have my regular episodes that discuss just random things that I like. Every um second Saturday and every other Saturday, I can make an Infinite Minds one. And then, basically, you'll have an episode every Saturday. And then, um, every second Wednesday, you'll have the uh, wealth discussions. Because um, I really love um, anything that has to do with finance. Like I said, I'm not an expert on anything. I am a nobody. This is just me throwing out my two cents. And um, if you've come this far... Please go listen to the people I recommended. I can't stress that enough. You know, Jonathan Haidt, Jordan Peterson, Bishop Barron, um, Douglas Murray, uh, Michael Ruse, John Lennox. Obviously, I'm throwing some religious people and some atheistic people in there. Um, I like getting both point of views and whoever <clears throat> has the most logical, at least to me, um, point of view. I'll look further into them and, you know, find more people that they recommend. That's what I recommend you guys should do. Uh, I have plenty of their books. Um, I listen to all of their, inf- anything on YouTube podcasts, anything that they've thrown on the internet, I, I'm going to consume it. Um, but yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I hate saying I'm a lot. It's annoying. <laughs> but, like I said, um, go look for those people. Get the information. Um, if you'd like all the information I've provided right now, let me know. I'll give. I'll provide even more down the road. I do a lot of reading every day, at least a chapter of a book that I'm currently reading. And yeah, I suppose that's going to end it right here. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This is a super quick episode compared to what I know. I want to provide at least hour-long episodes. But I just don't have the time to, you know, sit down, get all the information articulated. You know, I have a day job, unfortunately. But um, hopefully soon enough, my, uh, my investments provide enough for me to leave that. That's why, um, another reason why I'm here is um, I need more sources of income. I'm pretty sure if if you guys didn't know, I live in the in California, which is horrible when it comes to taxes. I live in the Bay Area, which is already horrible when it comes to prices. So I need more sources of income. So this is going to be one of them. I'm not going to monetize everything in my podcast because um, I believe some of them should just be heard directly. It shouldn't be interrupted by any ads or anything. Um, 
you'll see clearly which ones are going to be monetized based on the discussion. But anything popular, any discussions that I believe that you guys need to listen uninterrupted, I'll just provide it just that. No monetization. But I guess I'll end it here. Um, you guys already have the information. Uh, the next discussion is going to be in January, I believe. Unless you guys really enjoy this and then I'll provide even more. But um, I think I've spoken enough. I'll leave it here and I'll see you guys on the next episode. And have a good day. See you later.